This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. You may remember our last conversation with Jude and Maria Theresa Roldan. That was in August 2021, shortly after they spearheaded an international choral performance called Sing as One. During the course of our conversation, Jude mentioned that he had been invited to write a piece for performance at New York's Carnegie Hall. With so many things in flux, the performance's original schedule of June 2022 was little more than wishful thinking. Now, that milestone is in sight. In June 2023, the young voices of the Philippines will fly stateside, not only to perform Jude's music, but also to present the music of the Philippines to an American audience. It is in preparation for that that the Roldans and the Young Voices launched Katha, a collection of Filipino folk songs and indigenous chants arranged for treble choir. While the proceeds of Katha will fund their upcoming performance, it is so much more than just a fundraising publication. Rather, it is the fruit of years of labor that will help preserve traditional Filipino music and will expand the treble choir repertoire and literature. On the program, Jude and Maria Theresa Roldan join us again to talk about their choir's Carnegie Hall performance and Katha. Before we listen to our conversation, here is Jude Roldan's arrangement of two Tagalog partner songs performed by the young voices of the Philippines. At the helm is Maria Theresa Roldan. As things slowly return to normal, the Young Voices of the Philippines has been doing live performances already. For example, the Linggo ng Musikang Pilipino, an activity by NCCA, National Commission for Culture and the Arts. So we have this performance in Amol. 
Also, we started accepting invitations from embassies like the Italian National Day and some national events. And the past weeks, the children started sacrificing their weekends, working hard to really raise funds for our upcoming Carnegie Hall concert on July 7, 2023. Yes, and we also started singing our regular uh, mass singing at the Inaculate Conception Cathedral Mm -hmm. in Cubao. So we sing there. We were invited to sing for our... Easter Vigil. How have the children taken to coming back to in-person performances? They are very happy, actually. And I told you last time that I told them during our online rehearsals that I was 5'6 tall. (laughs) Because some of them, we have not uh, seen uh, face-to-face in person. In person. So when they saw me, (laughs) they said, I thought you're (laughs) 5'6. So they so were yeah, really excited. Yeah, very uh, excited, uh, very to meet happy. Up with other, yes, uh, it's a foresters, reunion. Yeah. It's and a for reunion. the others, it's a reunion. So during our first uh, face-to-face rehearsal, we gave them time just to catch up with others yes. instead of rehearsing. <laughs> Do uh, many photos together. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing it twice a month at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we have this once a month get together as part of our service in the Immaculate Conception Cathedral of Cubao. Of course, this leads us into your invitation to sing at Carnegie, which has been in the works since, was it 2020 or 2021? Uh, 2021. First, there's this American choir who invited me to write a work for them because they're performing in Carnegie Hall. Eventually, she told me if my wife, Teresa here, could guest conduct also in that festival. When she told me that it's a festival, we also told her that if we can also bring the Young Voices of the Philippines, for this will be like a good opportunity for the kids for all their hard work um, being recognized and being featured in this festival. Because aside from the Carnegie Hall also, the Young Voices of the Philippines has been invited to perform in two major choral events in the summer of 2023 in the U.S. On June 30 to July 3, we will be representing the Philippines in Voices Together International Youth Choral Symposium. We will be showcasing our Philippine music and we will be presenting our choral curriculum. This will happen at the University of Maryland with a performance at the Clarice Smith Auditorium. They ask us to do uh, not just the premiere of the Misa Vertutum, but also a special solo portion or solo spot for the Young Voices of the Philippines Mm -hmm. to present our choral music, our Philippine music. What aspects of our culture, of Philippine music, do you want to present to North America? We will be introducing folk song with a new arrangement arranged by both of us. Also other choral works by Filipino composers and young Filipino composers also. And then on July 7, we will be performing at the prestigious Carnegie Hall in New York City. This is Carnegie Hall's Isaac Stern Auditorium or the Peral Hackman Auditorium or stage. So that's the main hall. Yeah, yeah, that's the main hall. We'll be performing my new work, 
Misa Vertutum, together with the Shenandoah Valley Children's Choir, the Toronto Children's Choir, and also the Children's Chorus of Washington. We go to the work that you wrote for this event. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? The title is Misa Vertutum, Mass of Virtue. I'm using the structure of a mass for this uh, large work, you may say. It's like an East meets West type of music, wherein um, it will be accompanied by some indigenous Philippine music, but using some Western choral traditions. I hope this will uh, really introduce and showcase also our Philippine folk elements as I incorporated it in the music. But of course, taking an entire choir to the United States is no easy task. You know, I'm sure you're all aware of how difficult it can be for musicians to be able to make it very far in our country. There's no shortage of talent and artistic skill in the Philippines. But unfortunately, financial issues often remain a huge setback. So the challenges really are the finances. 
So that's why the Young Voices of the Philippines is actively uh, raising funds for our upcoming performance in Carnegie Hall. And of course, all part of fundraising, but of course, fundraising is just one part of this. You launched Katha. Katha is a collection of Filipino folk songs for treble choirs. So arranged by Jude, which is available as a physical book like this and as a CD with recordings by the Young Voices of the Philippines. So we just had our successful launching at the Abbey of Our Lady of Montserrat, Manila. The book is actually my a sort of little contribution to the treble choirs in the Philippines. I think one of the many challenges of conductors and choral educators here in the Philippines in the aspect of choral singing is choosing appropriate repertoire for children's choirs, particularly for treble choirs, also with pedagogical value. So based on our workshops, adjudications around the country, master classes among children's choirs in the Philippines, it is an ongoing challenge for conductors and choral educators. So the music collections in Katha are arrangements of uh, Philippine folk songs and chants from various regions in the country. These uh, concert pieces were arranged in such a way also to help build and reinforce the skill of choirs, particularly the children's choirs. Also in this book, as an educator, we uh, presented composition and arranging techniques rehearsal guide for conductors and teachers to help them also learn the pieces. And for us, it is also a way of preserving these Filipino folk songs. For the past, I think, 10 years, we've been traveling around the Philippines and we would gather folk songs around the country, in different regions, and we have this advocacy of ours to preserve these folk songs bringing the folk song from the village to the stage. The children singing these folk songs will also serve as stewards of our cultural heritage. And I would like to thank also the National Commission for Culture and the Arts for supporting this project. By the way, the CD, they were all recorded by the children during the pandemic using just their cell phones. And we would like to thank also the sound engineer, Holland Vela, for mixing and mastering with the, a recording device from different <laughs> sources. So aside from age, range, the tessitural boundaries and textual considerations, composers and arrangers should write choral pieces that are appropriate to the part singing ability level of children's choirs. That's very important. So that's why writing new music for children's choirs must also spring out from the concept of developing the part singing skills and the music literacy, music literacy skills of the children. What I like about the book is that if I am the conductor, I will be guided with the description, with the stylistic features of the work technical challenges. It is written here, so it is more of a um, contribution to literature, the pedagogical value and performance suggestions. 
So aside from just the pieces, there's also what we call the rehearsal map guide so that it will also facilitate during rehearsals every possible pedagogical value of the piece is also written. Yeah, I would just like to echo something that you said earlier, that this is more than just a fundraising item. It really contributes to the treble choir literature, treble choir repertoire, and it's something that will remain long after you've performed at Carnegie. <laughs> so how might our listeners contact you for performances or for other kinds of help? They can visit our website, youngvoicesphilippines.com. They would just uh, go to our website and press the support button. There, they, uh, all the ways to support the Young Voices of the Philippines, all the links. The videos the, are there the videos as well. As well. Uh, our performances, future performances, and our uh, past performances. Performing at Carnegie, as you've said quite a few times before, is an immense milestone for the Young Voices of the Philippines. So I want to ask you, what sort of milestone is this? What are you reaching, as it were, with this performance? First and foremost, we always tell the kids that because of their hard work dedication. Uh, and dedication and commitment to the choir, opportunities will be given to them. Again, this is just a recognition of their effort, their, service. their service also. Yes. No? It's a milestone in a sense because for a children's choir, particularly a Filipino children's choir, to be able to perform in one of prestigious and historic hall in the world. I think that is really something. And for us teachers of the choir and artistic directors for that matter, it's also a sort of recognition by other conductors and music educators who invited us to present our work mm -hmm. in uh, an international stage.
We heard two Filipino folk songs, Dandansoy, taken from Katha, followed by Sipilimon. Earlier, we heard the Japanese folk song, Itama Makaiga, and, at the start of the program, two Tagalog partner songs, Tao Taopo and Leron Leron Sinta. All those works were arranged by Jude Roldan and performed by the Young Voices of the Philippines, conducted by Maria Teresa Roldan. Katha is a collection of Filipino folk song arrangements for treble choir, written by Jude and Maria Theresa Roldan. Proceeds from sales of Katha will help fund the Young Voices of the Philippines performance at New York's Carnegie Hall in 2023. To learn more about Katha and how you can help the Young Voices, visit their website at youngvoicesphilippines.com or their Facebook page at facebook.com slash youngvoicesofthephilippines. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.